Welcome to the Prayers of Rest podcast. I'm your host, Ashrita Chuchu, and today we're wrapping up our mini season this fall called Refresh Your Prayer Life. We've talked about how to use your nose in worship, how to pray through the news. We've talked about the modern examine, how we can use this ancient practice of looking back on your day and your life and observing God's presence there. And we also talked about going on school prayer walks and warfare praying. If you have been struggling in your prayer life and you feel like you need a bit of a refresh, I encourage you to go back and listen to those episodes. But today we're going to talk about the one way to refresh your prayer habit that was actually the first that came to mind when I imagined this series, and that is praying in your car. Now, I know that might not sound super exciting, but today I hope to share with you the ways in which praying in your car can really help develop a rhythm of prayer that refreshes all of your prayer life. The first person that I thought of when I thought of praying in the car is actually my aunt, Simona. Because um, whenever she comes to visit us, she lives out in California, we live in Ohio, um, and she'll come visit once or twice a year. And um, whenever she gets in the car with me or my mom or anyone else, um, as soon as I we like shut the door, she starts praying. And so I called her and I asked her to share, when did you start this practice of praying when you get in the car? Because... It's as far back as I can remember. And this is what she said. Um, it started when um, our grandma, Booney, every, every time she would go outside the house, uh, she would stop at the door, close her eyes, put her hands together, and pray. I'm jumping in here for a little bit of context. If you didn't know, my family is Romanian. And so uh, my great-grandmother lived under communist Romania. And there was a real danger every time believers left their house, um, not just the unknown of the day um, or unexpected accidents that might happen, but also believers being lifted off the streets. Um, My own family members were threatened with prison and and pride for information about the underground church. And so... uh, Hearing my aunt share about my great-grandmother every time she would leave the house praying for God's protection, that makes so much more sense now. And then she would go about um, the chores or um, whatever she needed to do, and when she would come home, she would stop at the door inside and pray again. On the way out, she would ask that God would be with her and protect her. And on the way back, she would thank God that God protected her and brought her home safely. Part of the reason my aunt remembers this so vividly is because they, my mom and my aunt, lived with their grandma for a number of years when they were young, in their formative years. And it just makes me smile to think that something that my great-grandmother, who I've never met, but something that was so habitual for her and probably in some ways reflexive, um, just something she did when she left her house and came back home, that is something that left such a huge imprint on her granddaughters and now through the generations. And my aunt's praying in the car, which you'll hear about in a moment, it's left an imprint on me too. 
As I was editing this podcast episode to share with you, uh, my mom called me on the phone. And so I told her I was working on this and I asked her if she remembered her grandmother praying this way. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We were never allowed to leave the house without praying. She would she would always stop in the door right before opening the door, praying for God's protection as we when she left, we left because we would every time we left the house, even if we went shopping or to visit a neighbor or a church, would pray. And then when we arrived home, she'd shut the door behind her and say, "Thank you, Lord, for protecting us and bringing us home safe. Blessed be Your name." Yeah, not long prayer, just you know, be with us when we left. Thank you for being with us and protecting us when we got home. <laughs> My aunt shared that she thinks the inspiration for my great-grandmother's habit of praying when she left the house and when she got home comes from Deuteronomy chapter 6. It's called the Great Shema, where Israelites are called to love the Lord with all their heart, all their soul, all their strength, to talk about the Lord's commandments Um, as they're walking and as they're going, but then also in verse 9, to write them on the doorposts of your house and on your city gates. And many Jews still have this practice today where they will put um, written Torah scrolls in the doorposts of their home and, and kiss or touch them as they walk in the house. And this was my great-grandmother's way of honoring this, this command to love the Lord God with all of her, all she had to offer. And in talking with my mom, she reminded me again and again that her grandmother was a simple woman. I asked her how far she had gotten in school, and she never went past fourth grade. So even though she might not have had a seminary education, this woman of God loved him in her own simple way. And a habit as simple as praying when she left the house and praying when she came home left an indelible mark on her grandchildren. When I started driving in 1990, when I came to the United States, I, I don't know if it took me a while but definitely, it reminded me when I got in the car that I'm at the door ready to go. And I ask God to be with us, his angels to protect us. And um, when I come back, I don't pray in the car, but I pray when I get home. And it's just I simply thank you, Lord, for being with me. Or whenever I get to my destination, I say thank you, Lord, for being with me. Simona, when I, when I go to visit Simona, she still does. They never leave the house. Everybody's in the car. They say a short prayer when they get home. Everybody says so. So, yeah, it started in very early age, and I was surprised to see Simona still doing it that way. So I asked my mom, how did her grandmother's prayer habit influence her life? I think the biggest influence was that um, she made it real. It was it was a real thing. It was not just we did it because we did it for, you know, when we were kids, we did it because we had to do it. And then as a teenager, we had prayer lists. And so it was an integral part of our lives, I want to say. It was real. I saw people being saved, and every time somebody was saved from our prayer list, in inside, 
my heart, I was rejoiced thinking that maybe I had a little thing, you know, that God prepared the circumstances in their life in such a way that they would come to know the Lord. So, Those years of praying through her prayer list of unsaved people, uh, I'm convinced paved the way and, and softened my mom's heart for the years that she worked as a missionary. Um, and that was my childhood, <laughs> watching my mom on her knees praying for those she would reach out to and interact with each day on the mission field. And as for my aunt, every time she comes to visit, uh, if I'm the one driving her somewhere, she will just start a spontaneous prayer saying, thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for being with us and, and be with us as we go. And after a few days together or a week, um, even after she flies back to California, when I get in the car, I will start praying <laughs> because that is the power of a formative habit. Um, even just my aunt spending that time with us, it rubs off on me too. That's so neat to think of how something that, I mean, it, it was intentional for your grandma, but maybe in some ways it, it also just became habit to do it. Um, but it's something that left such a mark on both of you and then on your children, just generations being impacted by such a simple habit of prayer. Yeah, she was a simple woman, but she loved the Lord. And it was not, I think you said it was a habit. I don't know. I think it was a more than a habit. It was part of who she was. It was part of her life. You've been listening to the Prayers of Rest podcast, and this is our last episode in the Refresh Your Prayer Life season. We'll be back with more episodes in a brand new season as we pray through hard emotions this fall. Until we meet again, may you rest in God's loving presence.